Well, praise the Lord. God bless you this evening and welcome to the Tabernacle Delivered Sunday Evening Wisdom for Life service. I'm excited about what God is doing for us, with us, and through us, and in the midst of us, as always, regardless of everything that's going on around us. That's just beautiful to know that God is in control, regardless of what's happening around us. Every day we live, breathe, we're going to go through something. I don't know what that something may be, but we'll go through something. Ah, that's delicious, boy. You know, um, each Sunday I uh, talk about uh, different things that uh, I expect the Lord to do or uh, things that the Lord has done for us in the past and uh, things I'm expecting him to do for us now and in the future. But one of the things that I learned that we really need God to do for us, um, around us, and through us, and with other people is have mercy. And to be merciful. Bow your heads. And tonight I want to talk to you about merciful. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I come before you in the behalf of everybody that's listening to the sound of this broadcast, watching it, where however they watch it online or a Daily Gospel Network TV channel or YouTube or however they may get get it on a broadcast, wherever. Ask that you touch every liberal soul and break every yoke. Meet the needs of the people, hearts and minds and souls today. Touch them, break yokes, save, deliver, and make free. Open the understanding of your word in Jesus' name. Amen. Get your Bible. Get your Bible. Ah, I like to say to get your Bible. Mind me of the days with my pastor. He always said, get your Bible. And that's what we need to do, get our Bible, so we can learn more about God and who God is and what God is doing. Amen. You know, uh, I want to tell you this before we get to the message. Um, look, many of us have um, smartphones and uh, latest technology, right? But many people, many people are not serving God. And it a little way, lighting a little over. Uh, a lot of people are not serving God. That's good. That's good. That's better. A lot of people are not serving God. They're not walking with God, but they have all the ability and technology to seek after God, to get to know God, to learn more about it. So we're all inexcusable with that. Get your Bibles and go with me to Exodus chapter 4, 34, chapter 34, and verse 6. I want you to look at that verse, chapter 34, Exodus, and verse 6, and it says, And the Lord passed by before him and proclaimed, The Lord, the Lord God, merciful and gracious, long-suffering and abundant in goodness and in truth. Let me read it again. <clears throat> and the Lord God passed by before him and proclaimed, The Lord, the Lord God, merciful and gracious, long-suffering, and abundant, and goodness, and in truth. This was Moses. Moses wanted to see God. 
Read it aloud. In this verse, as he passed by, he proclaimed who he was. The Lord, the Lord God. Merciful. Look at that. Look at the verse what it says. It says, the Lord, and, he, and the Lord passed by before him and proclaimed the Lord, the Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord God, almighty God. Merciful and gracious, long-suffering, and abundant in goodness and in truth. Merciful. Not like us. Take a moment and think about this. Who's the most merciful person you personally know? Who is the most merciful person that has had the most mercy on you throughout your life? How many people? I don't know nobody could count 10 or 15 people or 20 people or 30 people that have been merciful to them all their life. You know why? <laughs> That's not an attribute of man of being merciful. <laughs> judgment, judgment, judgment. In fact, church folks, we the first person to pass judgment. We the first person to put somebody in hell, even though we don't have power. He needs to go to hell. How dare him? He's so wicked. Now you forgot about when God is merciful to you. Well, you're going to tell somebody else they're wicked, nasty, and dirty, and unclean, and go all line everything you can call them. But in this verse, Moses wanted to have the Lord reveal to himself to him, and the Lord walked by him and proclaimed that the Lord, the Lord God, merciful and gracious. Ooh, that's nice. He's what? Merciful. Because he don't have to be. He's the God of mercy. That's the thing about God. He's the God of graciousness. That's the thing about God. One of the other, you can add those to the list of things I like about God. When you get through writing a list of things about like God, you're going to have thousands of pages because I always did something I always find I like about God. But the Lord is was proclaiming to Moses that he was merciful. You know what? There, I, there was a clip of some movie. I don't know what movie. There's supposed to be a new movie. And they're supposed to be telling the story about Moses and uh, 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 the king of Egypt at that time. And the movie's a total lie. Everything is totally, totally a lie. There ain't nowhere in the Bible where Moses almost drowned. There's nowhere in the Bible where the king of Egypt drowned. And none of that stuff happened. None of that stuff happened. But people think it is because they're about following that movie. That movie's wrong. The church in Israel didn't almost drown walking across the uh, 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 the sea. He pounded the water and they walked across it. <laughs> you got to watch, man. He's tricky. But the thing about God here is he's merciful and gracious. He's subject to so much. This is the thing about God. God has shown mercy. Listen to this. God has shown mercy to some of the worstest people. When you yourself will pass judgment on them. You will put them in your personal hell and turn up the fire if possible. <laughs> You'll turn up the fire and burn it on them all. But God is merciful. And the thing about God, I like him. He's elegant. There's another thing people don't talk about God. He's elegant. He's elegant. God is an elegant God. He's, elegant. He's really together. He's really, really, really together. He's elegant. He's really elegant and he's gracious. He knows how to feed people. He knows how to clothe people. He knows how to protect people. He's elegant. He's not a theoretical God. 
He's not a God filled on uh, theories. He's a real on-time God. So let's look at what this verse says again. It says, and the Lord passed by before him and proclaimed the Lord, the Lord God, merciful and gracious. Now the next part, it says, is shocking. Long-suffering. He's long-suffering that no man should perish, that every man should come unto repentance. Meaning, check this out. Meaning God loved you while you was yet in your sins, while he continually suffered, waiting for you to repent of your sins. Is that something? Long-suffering. He's suffering that you would get an opportunity to be saved. He is trying not to have you cut off because he wants you to be saved. He's offering a constant opportunity. But the thing about this is nobody knows how long God's going to call them. Nobody knows how. Nobody knows how long God is. The Spirit of God is going to deal with you. Because the Scripture also says the Spirit of God will not strive with me always, so you don't know. So the day the Bible said, the day you hear my voice, harden not your heart, get right with God. Okay, now look at what out of self have long suffering. Now it says, an abundant, listen to this, an abundant in goodness. God is abundant in goodness and in truth. See, there ain't no lying, God. Oh, God is not like us. We tell partial truth. We tell people truth. We want them to know. Uh, our husband goes out, right? Check this out. He goes out to buy a loaf of bread. And he don't come back for five hours. So he comes back with the bread and the wife asks him, Charlie, where you been? Oh, I went to, uh, uh, um, I went to buy a loaf of bread. Anyway, here's the bread. He, he never told her where he went. Besides the bread, she know he ain't going to spend five hours in the supermarket. He went somewhere. He told her partial truth. He didn't tell her the whole truth. He said, Charlie, where did you go? Oh, I went, I, here's the bread. See, I went to the store and got the bread. No, Charlie, where did you go? You went in the store for five hours. Don't worry about that. I went to the store. We had the bread. I had a relative that was like that. He got saved in the end, but it was funny about him. He go, he disappeared for three days, send him for bread. He come back three days later. A lot of people like that. Disappearing acts. But the scripture says that the Lord is abundant in goodness. Yummy, 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 yummy. I know, I know. I'm sound like a kid say yummy. Well, to tell you the truth, I am like a Cuban. It come down to yummy. I love some yummy. I'm not telling you what, because Jimmy said, I know what to give him. I can give him. Okay, but. God is abundant in goodness to give you goodies. I like that. God is abundant to give you goodies. Oh, I hear that song. I hear that song. I keep, I hear earth to just pass through me. All right, just give you a little bit. <clears throat> Mercy rewrote my life. Mercy rewrote my life i was going down the road the wrong way but mercy rewrote my life that song is true that's why the message is about god being mercy because god's mercies actually through his goodness and his abundance 
rewrote our lives. That's why it says, mercy rewrote my life. It was the Lord mercy that rewrote my life. That's not how the whole song goes. I have the whole song. But I'm just giving you an idea of God's goodness and his abundance and his truth about how his mercy rewrites our life. We have no right to put people in hell. We have no right to be self-righteous. We have no right, no lot to put nobody in hell. When I do funeral, the home going service, I tell the truth. If the person didn't live right, they went to hell. If they live right, they went to glory. There's no sense pretending. I don't put people in heaven and I don't put people in hell. I base it off what the word of God say. That's what we're supposed to do. I know I've done funeral and the people walked out and got upset because I told the truth. I'm not I'm gonna do funeral, I'm gonna tell you, lie to you. I don't lie. I'm not gonna lie to you. Just tell the truth. You'd be upset. The Bible said you should know the truth, and the truth will make you free. Therefore, if the Son of God make you free, you'll be free indeed. You got to tell it the way it is, beloved. That's me. I'm just hoping, hoping and close, but when it comes to the gospel. But the Lord wanted Moses to know that he was merciful, gracious, long-suffering, and he was abundant in goodness and in truth. That's the thing about it. You know, there's a scripture in the Bible. Listen to this. There's a scripture in the Bible that says, no good thing with God was withhold from them that walk up rightly before him. Then he turns around and has another scripture that says, oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. Eyes have not seen. Ears have not heard. Neither has it entered into the hearts of men. The things have prepared for them that love him. Amen. Isn't that something? That's what I like about God. He got all kind of goodies. We let the enemy psych us and give us garbage. Let's move on. Let's go to Jeremiah chapter 3, verse 12. Jeremiah. Oh, well, I always use the King James Version. So if you're using a different version, you're gonna you might see stuff a little different, but I'm strictly a King James Version. Okay, Jeremiah chapter 3, verse 12, it says as follows. Listen to this. Go go proclaim these words towards the north and say. Return thou backsliding Israel, saith the Lord, and I will cause my anger upon you. I'll cause my anger to fall upon you. Cause not, excuse me, and I will cause not my anger to fall upon you, for I am merciful, saith the Lord, and I will not keep my anger forever. Let me read it one more time. Listen to the verse. Jeremiah chapter 3, verse 12. One more time. Go proclaim these words towards the north and say, Return thou backslide in Israel, saith the Lord, and I will not cause my anger to fall upon you, for I am merciful, saith the Lord, and I will not keep my anger forever. <laughs> now, welcome, welcome, welcome. Okay, now, now listen to this, beloved. Many people, many preachers run around telling people, once saved, always saved. There is absolutely nowhere in the Bible to support it. It's a lie. 
they telling people because they're trying to cover up their sins. There is no such thing one save always say we die daily. And this is why this scripture is plainly telling us that God told Israel, called them backslidden. They walked away from God. They were no longer serving God. They were no longer in God's prison. They were doing their own thing. They wasn't doing what God wanted them to do. They were doing their own thing like us. We doing our own thing. They used to have a song in the world saying, we doing our own thing, baby. That's what we do. We doing our own thing, baby. And we're going to pay for it in eternity. No joke. But the thing here is, the Lord said, if they will return from their backslidden state, People backslide right in church, and I met people that have actually told me they came to the church, got saved, and backslide right in church with them because they started hanging out with the wrong people. The people that were never saved wanted to think about God, and because they, they felt that they, they would uh, like them and hang out with them, they started doing the stuff. They, the next thing knew, they were backslidden trying to figure out how they got backslidden. But this is here. God wanted, God had married to the backslider. But the thing about unique about this verse, and God is telling us in verse 12, he told the brother to go, to go proclaim these words towards the north and say, return thou backslidden Israel. He wanted them to return to him. Amen. Say of the Lord, and I will not cause my anger to fall upon you. They were in trouble. God's anger was getting ready to pour out upon him. His fury was getting ready to pour out upon him. But he said, I'll give you a chance. That's what I like about God. I keep telling you God is not like man. God, man, I cut you off and you're gone. With no mercy, but God is not like that. God is going to give you an opportunity. If you consistently reject them, well, you're going to get cut off anyway. You already know that. But God was offering the backsliders to return and that his anger would not fall, fall on them. Because listen to what he says. He said, I will not cause my anger to fall upon you, for I am merciful. Say of the Lord, and I will not keep my anger forever. He's what? Merciful. That's something to think about. God is merciful. He's not going to keep his anger at us all the time. God wants us to get right and stay right. You know what? I've, I, I over the years of talking to a lot of people, it's not getting right, it's staying right to their problem. You know? A lot of people get right with God, but they have a problem with staying right with God because they don't want to cut loose some people. But I want to tell you, if you truly want God's mercy to abide with you, his goodness and truth to abide with you, you got to let some people go. Tell them bye. Tell them hasta mañana. Hasta the way, whatever the language you speak, tell them bye. That's what you got to tell them when you want to walk with God. Amen. Whatever language you speak, you have to learn to tell people, I'll see you later. I can't do that. I'd rather be by myself than be amongst a people, a bunch of amongst a bunch of people and be lost. I'd rather be by myself. Being by yourself ain't always fun, but I'd rather be by myself than wind up in hell. Not going to happen. Not gonna happen. I'm not gonna be lost for eternity because I'm hanging out with a bunch of people. I want to be saved for me. So the verse says, Go proclaim these words to us the north and say, Return ye thou backslidden Israel, saith the Lord, and I will not, and I will not cause my anger to fall upon you, for I am merciful, saith the Lord, and I will not keep my anger forever. But he's gonna, anger is going to fall. 
they continue in their sin, if they continue in the state of backsliding, if they continue in the state of sin, God is going to cut them off. God is going to cut you off. Um, uh, people could say, oh, Pastor Wells, I don't think God is that type of God. He's not. You cause him to be that way. <laughs> God is a loving God. He's a merciful God. But he's also righteous. Here's a scripture that says, will the wicked turn? Mm, good question. He said, what I say unto the wicked, that thou shalt surely die in your sins. And if I fail to warn them, then your blood will require that my hand. But today I'm warning you, if you live in ungodly, and you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, today is your day to get to know him and repent of your sins. Go to Psalm 103 and 8. Psalm 103 and 8, beloved. Psalm 103 and 8. Okay, look at that verse. Psalm 103 and 8. I, I like this verse. Most verses. It says Psalm 108. The Lord is merciful and gracious and slow to anger. Psalms 103 and 8. Psalms 103 and 8. It says, The Lord is merciful and gracious. Slow to anger, but it says something interesting right after that. It says, and plenteous in mercy. He's got plenty, 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 plenty mercy. He got plenty mercy to offer. The Lord has plenty mercies to offer. Amen. He's merciful. Gracious, Amen. kind, and wonderful. He's kind and wonderful yes, when yes. generally he don't have to be. He's kind and wonderful and gracious when he don't have to be taught. Some of us done stuff that God just to just turn anybody's stomach sick. But God is too gracious and merciful. He is plentiful. See, you got to remember something about God. He sees us complete in him. He sees us as finished work in him. He sees us as completely edified in him. That's how he sees us complete. Man, don't. Man, I mock every mistake you made. Man, I mock every decision you make. Man, I mock, 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 mock. God is a gracious God. He's also a holy God, and he wants you to be holy. Because he said, be holy, for I am holy. He said, peace, follow, all men and holiness, tell, no man shall see the Lord. God is merciful, but you can't take his mercy for granted. Amen. You cannot take his kindness. You cannot take his graciousness. You cannot take his truth for granted. Amen. He said, Lord, but you always eat until the end of the age. You got to make sure you're right. Verse 8 said one more time, the Lord is merciful and gracious and slow to anger and in plenteous of mercy. In plenteous of mercy. Slow to anger. He's not like us. I, I keep trying to get people to understand that the Lord and Almighty God, the Holy Ghost, they're not like us. 
They're not like us. They don't flip out on everything like we do. If I didn't cook my, if my wife didn't cook the food a certain way, I might flip out. She may bring me a cold sandwich. She know I don't like cold food. She know that. Everybody knows that. Everybody know me. I don't like cold food. Do not bring me no lukewarm food because I'm not eating it. You want to take it back and warm it up. No, I don't do that in restaurants. <laughs> I don't trust that much. But what I'm saying is, God is not like us. He doesn't just cut people off like that. You have to bring your stuff to a state where God cuts you off. And you don't want to do that. You want God's mercy stuff by with you. You want God to be merciful to you. That's why you got to live right. The song says, I learn how to lean and depend on Jesus. I found out if I trust him, he would provide. Like that. I learn how to lean and depend on Jesus. Oh, yes. I found out if I trust him, he would provide. We used to sing that in the Brotherhood Choir. I didn't know what it meant, but I know what it means now. I learned how to lean and depend on Jesus because I found out personally, if you trust him, he will provide forgiveness. He will provide healing. Amen. He will provide deliverance. He will provide the things you need. See, we need true gospel songs that really edify the Bible, excuse me, edify the body of Christ to lift us up in Christ. There are songs that lift up your head, all your gates, and be lifted up ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is the King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty in battle. Oh, glory, glory, glory. But the verse here says that verse 8 of Psalm 103 said, the Lord is merciful and gracious Slow to anger and plenty of mercies, plenty of mercies to give us and show us and offer us. But do we want? But do we really want God's mercy? Yeah, do we really sincerely want God's mercy to abide on our lives? Do we really want God's mercy to walk and talk and minister to us each day? Well, do we want it? Amen. Or do we just want to show up? And be seen, but just be religious. You know, religious have no saving grace. Amen. You know, be religious have no saving grace. None, zip, zero. Let me pray for the TV broadcast right now. Father God, in the name of Jesus, everyone that's watching this TV broadcast today, I ask you to touch every little soul and break every yoke in their lives. Save, deliver, and make free. Folks, you can visit the Tabernacle of Deliverance, www.tabernacledeliverance.inc.org. You can leave a prayer request, uh, a testimony, and you could also leave a love offering if you want to become a partner page. Let's move on. Let's go now to Matthew 5 and 7. Matthew 5 and 7. All right, let's read what the scripture says here, Matthew 5 and 7. This is the Lord speaking. It says, blessed are the merciful, for they shall what? Obtain mercy. I'll read it again. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. 
Did you hear what that scripture says? Blessed are the merciful. <laughs> but they shall obtain mercy. Now listen to this. Now people wonder why God don't show we don't have a lot of God mercy. Because you ain't merciful to other people. You can't expect God to show you abundance of mercies when you show zip of mercy to anybody else. Whether you're a supervisor, whether you're a boss, whether you're a husband, a father, a school teacher, a university prison, or whatever position in life you hold, pastor, prophet, whatever, you got to show other people mercy if you want God's mercy. I'll say it again. You got to show mercy if you want God to be merciful unto you. You can keep on being bitter and hating people. Somebody make a little mistake before you. You don't show them no mercy. You're just waiting for the moment to chop them up. Slice them and dice them with words. Kill them off with your words. Fire them from the job. Don't give them a promotion. All because you're mad with that. But then, when you do something wrong, you want everybody to show mercy. Amen. You want everybody to show mercy. Amen. I was watching a movie. I watched movie. I uh, went to the Marvel movies, a new movie. And the so-called creator that created them, deceived them in creating them, and then he admitted that he made a mess. He messed up. And then he judged them badly because they did the right thing. So he had to go to his creator now to get judged for doing dum dum. <laughs> what you do to people expect it to come back to you. You don't show people no mercy, you're not gonna get God's mercy. If you don't show mercy unto other people, beloved, you will not get God's mercy. You know, people die. They stand before God. I'm, I'm. This is true. Some of them are Catholics. Some of them are Pentecostals. Some of them are Baptists. Some of them are Methodists. Some of them are Presbyterian. Some of them are Muslims. Some of them are Catholic. Some of them are all kind of religion. Some of them don't go there and say, "Oh God, I live for you." Whatever faith they are, you know what they say. I did this and I did that and I did this and I helped this body and I did that and I did this and they're going on all the good works they did. Some of them show people no mercy. Some of them are so wrapped up in religious stuff amen, amen. to where God was not included. Many preachers stand before God and be lost because they were so wrapped up in religious stuff and not wrapped up in God. If you want God's mercy, you got to do things that require it. Amen. You got to show mercy. You got to show people the love of God. If you want God's love, you got to show it. You got to get it and show it. You can't have stuff this, beloved. I'm not a popular guy. Oh, as some of y'all know, just a few of y'all watch the broadcast. Y'all know I'm not that popular because I don't have a popular message. Probably if I was offering y'all some golden water or uh, 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 how to get the next uh, million dollar home or 
um, give you a special scripture where you're going to get a special blessing, uh, something off that order, you know. And if I said every word to cross every T right and everything, I'll probably have hundreds of hundreds of hundreds of people following me. Probably thousands. They'll be sending all kind of offerings to keep the ministry on the air. And in the midst of them not doing all that, we have to fight to stay on the air for the TV broadcast. But my goal is to please God, not man. So I'm not changing the message. The message is not changed into prosperity. Because if you read the Bible, tell the Bible plainly tells us that he'll make our way prosperous when we obey his word. We have to first obey God's word. That are just prosperity, prosperity messes, lies, is dreamed up and held to keep you from really getting true blessings from God. You ain't got to give nobody a thousand dollars for God to give you a hundred thousand. If I want to give you a hundred thousand, he'll do it. Well, it's just true. I'm just being honest. You don't need nobody. You don't got to give nobody no five hundred thousand. You're gonna get twenty thousand dollars. God ain't a gambler. He don't gamble. Amen. That's man. Merciful. God wants to be merciful, but he wants you to learn how to show mercy to other people. He wants you to be merciful. Look at that verse. It said blessed. Listen to what it said. Blessed. It's telling you bless. You're blessed. You're blessed. Oh, remember that song Tammy Becker used to sing? We're blessed. We're blessed. We're blessed. We are blessed. We don't deserve it, but yet we are blessed. It's all song she said. We're blessed, we're blessed, we're blessed. We are blessed. We don't deserve it, but yet we are blessed. I don't care if you don't like my singing. I like to sing before the Lord. He said, make a joyful noise. He didn't say be a good singer. <laughs> don't turn the station off. <laughs> Amen. Okay. Amen. But this scripture here in Matthew 5 and 7 is blessed. Ah, the merciful. And these preachers run around trying to get you to teach you about getting blessings in a prosperity ministry. When your scripture plainly states here, automatically you're blessed because you're merciful. I, I didn't write it. I didn't write this. It says, Blessed are the merciful, for they shall what? Obtain mercy. Yes, that's right there in the word. It's right there. There's your prosperity scripture right there. Be merciful and you'll be blessed. Amen. Well, I, I, it's right there. You don't got to pay no money for that. It's right there. It's right there. That's, that's a good prophecy right there to hold on to. You don't have to go ahead pay no profit $500 to prophesy to you. And tell you that you're going to be blessed. I just showed you a scripture. If you'll be merciful, you're going to be blessed. It's in Matthew 5 and 7. No, you don't have to pay for it. You're free. It's free. It didn't cost nothing. I'm blessed because I'm merciful. Oh, of course, I'm grouchy sometimes. <laughs> Cut up that. But the scripture is true that God is merciful and he blesses those that are merciful and then you can obtain mercy yourself in your personal life, in your work life because we all need mercy when we're going on the highway, going before leaders. People in other countries are serving God. They're going through all kinds of things. They need God's mercy. And sometimes they're merciful to these very people that want to kill them. I'm telling you, it's amazing. Amen. 
I've heard many stories of people in other countries not free as America. Oh, I'm telling you, Americans and all free nations that are free to publicly serve God, they are going to get judged heavenly not obeying God when they stand before God. I'm telling you, we're not getting away. We think we're psyching somebody, but we're not because we have the opportunity to serve and if our hands of praise God wherever we want, carry our Bible wherever we want, all countries are not like that. Merciful. Let's move on. Let's go to Proverbs 11 and 7. 11 and 17. Proverbs 11 and 17. Look at that verse. Listen to this. To prove the thing about you being merciful, listen to this verse. Proverbs eleven seventeen says, The merciful man do of good to his own soul. But he that is cruel, who he that is cruel, troubleth his own flesh. I'll read it again. The merciful man do of good to his own soul, but the cruel troubleth his own flesh. See? It's two sides. You can do good to your own soul by being merciful. Or you could be cruel and suffer terribly in your flesh. Isn't that something? Amen. You can do good to your own soul by being merciful to others. I know a lot of people don't like hearing that. I've heard a famous person say they would never forgive someone. I know who the person they were talking about, and I know who the person is. They said they will never, ever, 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 ever forgive them. I'll tell you this. I'll be honest with you. They may wind up lost, and the person they said they never will forgive may repent of their sin and get right with God and go into glory when they die. Amen. You got to be careful. Got to show mercy. You got to forgive. That's another reason why a lot of people can't receive them from God. They got unforgiving spirit. You got to forgive. Of course, forgiving people ain't easy. Christ went to the cross for your crazy behind. He didn't have to do that. He didn't have to go to the cross. He didn't have to do it. Amen. He didn't have to do that. He said, I come that you might have life. And have it more abundantly. He said, Mike, you have to accept it. But look at that verse, beloved. Proverbs eleven seventeen said, The merciful man doeth good to his own soul. But he that is cruel, cruel, mean, and even a stinky winky, unmerciful, trouble his own flesh. Trouble his own family. Always bitter towards people, nasty attitude. I remember one of the business I, I used to deal with. This is true. I used to sell nutritional products. I still do. But I had this first time customer. I met him in the street, went to his house, made his order. The man was so nasty and bitter. He will call me, where's my product? Screaming and yelling on the phone. 
UPS is delivering it. Man was so nasty, bitter. He didn't even have the decency to call me to tell me he got drunk. I never dealt with him again because I don't like confusion. That was confusion. You got to learn to judge between what's worth it and what's not. You got to learn to be merciful and know when to leave people alone. This is why the scripture says, the merciful man doeth good to his own soul, but he that is cr cruel troubleth his own flesh. That's why people have so many problems in their lives today. Amen. They're cruel. They, wives are cruel to their husband. Husbands are cruel to their wives. They go talk down about each other like a dog in front of other people. Don't realize they're talking about yourself when you go. Can you imagine going to talk about your wife real bad in front of your friends? Oh, she's so stupid. Oh, she's so dumb. Look, her hair's all jacked up. She's this, she's that. And you just talk about your wife in front of your friends. And you probably have one of those friends that's saying, heck, he's dumb. He's talking about himself because he didn't want to marry her. <laughs> I know somebody that did that. They talked about their husband like a dog. I mean, a little dog. That's why she's by herself today. He said, bye. She's all alone, whacked out, bugged out, and crazy. Amen. All by herself. And she's claiming God's blessing, but God's saying, I'm not blessing your mess. You got to do this God's way, beloved. Look at this verse. It's just interesting when you look at this verse. It says, the merciful man doeth good to his own soul. So by you being merciful to other people, you're doing a benefit to yourself. You're earning something. Like that, you're earning blessing. We we want we want we want. Come on, everybody wants to be blessed. Come on, let's be honest. We want to be blessed. We want to be blessed with good health. We want to have blessed with nice stuff. We want to be blessed. But you got to be merciful. You want God's true blessings on your life. Be merciful. Offer stuff and help people and give Amen. other people stuff. Do yes. for people. Do stuff from your heart. Just don't do it to do. Do it from your heart. Amen. And receive God's blessings on your life. It's true. I often talk about I like to drink cold and spring water, but I like to drink a nice and cold. Like Amen. Tastes good going down in your belly. We we need to allow God to teach us. How to be merciful. How to be gracious unto other people. You need to ask him. Because we always say, oh, God bless me. Oh, God bless me. Oh, God bless me. But there's rules to get those blessings. You got to be merciful and kind and righteous to other people. You can't be trying to deceive people and rip people off and expect God to bless you. Amen. The God of this world, the devil will give you all kind of stuff. But God don't give mess. And he is not mingled up in mess. Uh, um, I think that was a Sunday I preached about confusion or was a Bible study I was teaching about confusion. God doesn't know us a confusion. He has nothing to do with it. Let's move on. Go with me now to Luke chapter 18. Let's talk a little bit more about being merciful. Luke chapter 18 and verse 13.
We're going to read from... <clears throat> We're going to read from verse 11. Luke chapter 18, verse 11 said, no, from verse 10. Two men went up into the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a publican. The Pharisee stood and prayed thus with himself, God, I thank thee that I'm not like other men, extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even as this publican. I fast, verse 12, I fast twice in a week and I give tithes of all my that I possess. Verse 13, and the publican is standing afar off would not so much as lift, would not so much as lift his eyes to, to unto heaven, but smart his, upon his breast saying, God be merciful unto me a sinner. Now, verse 14 said, I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the other. For everyone that exalts himself shall be abased, and he that humbles himself shall be exalted. But I want you to go back to verse 11. It says, the Pharisee stood and prayed thus with himself, God, I thank thee that I am not like the other men, are extortionate, unjust adulterers, or even this publican. Verse 12, I fast twice in a week. I give tithes of all I possess, that I possess. And the publican, verse 13, standing afar off, would not lift up his so much as his eyes unto heaven, but smite to his chest, his breast, saying, God, be merciful unto me, a sinner. I often tell people, you could go to church any way you want. You hear that, honey? I tell people they could go to church any way they want. Amen. They could go to church anywhere they want. You could come to church drunk if you want, but you better not leave drunk. Amen. You say, what? You could tell them to go to church. Yeah, you could come out of the park, go right to church and get saved. <laughs> but I want to bring something out here. This is about two men. Two men going before God. One bride. One man bragged about what he did during the week. One man bragged that he paid tithes and everything he possessed. One man, he that man bragged about him fasting twice a day. That man insulted under other people by saying, I'm not like Joe, I'm not like Harry, I'm not like Billy, and I sure like that publican standing over there is nasty and dirty. Then the publican. Came into the house of the Lord. No, he wasn't right with God. He was in no standing with God. He humbled himself and bowed his head. Would not look up to heaven. And said, God, be merciful unto me, a sinner. He already knew the state that he was in. The other man did not. The man was focused on his religious being. His religious position. I want y'all to understand what I'm saying. I don't care how long you've been involved in your religious stuff. Amen. You must repent of your sins on a daily basis. That man, that publican that smiled his head to his chest, walked away justified before God because he admitted that he was a sinner in need of God's mercy and salvation. Amen. The other man, right. 
that he fasts twice a day, and he paid his all tithes of all that he possessed. Like he's informing God something God don't know already. Like God don't know that he fainted his tithes. Like God don't know that he fasts just to be seen twice a week. And that he talk about everybody else because that's what he did. Look, look at the verse. Look at the verse. It says here, and the Pharisee, verse 11 said, Luke 18, 11 said, the Pharisee stood and prayed thus with himself. Notice with himself. God, I thank thee that I'm not like others, men. They are extortion, that are extortioners, unjust, adulteries, or even that nasty publican over there. He will never, ever receive God's mercy with that attitude. When you come before God, you don't come there pointing fingers at everybody else or what they are doing. You come for God's mercy for you. I'm going, that sounds crazy for me to go pray. Oh, Lord, I come before you this evening. Uh, I know I, I fast twice a week. I pay my tithes. I'm not like those nasty preachers that steal money. I'm not like them that fornicate. I'm not like them that's committing adultery. I'm not like them. Thank you, God. You're supposed to jump because you said that. A publican was a smart man, not a dumb dumb. He probably didn't have money and wealth and all that stuff. But see, money sometimes makes people stupid. They get stupid with money. I always say people Amen. funny when it comes to money. Their brains seem to go, woo-hoo-hoo. But the publican received God's mercy because he acknowledged his condition of a spiritual man. That man, the other Pharisee, did not. He Amen. talked about he was better than everybody. I'm not like them. I'm not like them. I'm not like them. He should have wrote a song. I'm not like them. I'm not like them. I'm not like him. I'm not like him. That's what he should have did. And when he sang it before God, so God could smack him upside his head. Hmm? And you want God's mercy? Beloved, if you want God's mercy, you got to show it. That man is showing no mercy. He insulted the publican. The publican never even mentioned him. He stood afar off. Amen. He didn't even want to approach him to God's throne. He was ashamed. He obtained God's mercy. Went home justified. Isn't that wonderful? He went home justified. And the Pharisee standing and doing all his bragging. And received dirt. Remember, God is a merciful God. He said, but God is a merciful God. Why did he receive anything? He didn't receive anything because he didn't show no mercy. Amen. He was so busy saying he's not this like this body. He's not like that body. And he's not like this. The thing about God. Let me tell you something about God. Don't insult his people. That's where the man made a mistake. That publican was God's first people. You see, you got to be careful how you treat God's people. That's why I treat God. I love God's, I love God's heritage. I treat God's people right. You can't mistreat God's people. Expect God to be merciful and kind to you. It's not going to happen. You're living in a la-la land. And that man was living in a la-la land. He got a result. He got nothing from God. All this so-called praying. And then he went home with nothing. Let's move on. Amen. Let's go to 2 Samuel chapter 22. 
You got to humble yourself before God. Second Samuel chapter 22. And verse 26. Look at that verse. Second Samuel chapter 22, verse 26, and it says, With the merciful, thou wilt show thyself merciful, when with the upright, thou shalt show thyself upright. That's the law. I'll read it again. With the merciful, thou wilt show thyself merciful, and with the upright, thou wilt show yourself upright. That's the law. Don't expect the Lord to show himself merciful if you never show yourself merciful. Oh, they do it. You got people that are very arrogant, unmerciful, unkind. Oh, here in America, uh, they call a lot of people, uh, they label them as Karen and Kent. Karen, she's a, a, a arrogant, unmerciful person, just nasty attitude. And Ken is that way too. And he'll start getting on somebody. How dare you walk up to me? How dare you get into elevator with me? How dare you do this? When they go for God, God be merciful unto me. And God will say back, How dare you come to me? How dare you get in my, my house? Huh? You got to be merciful to people. You got to be just. You first of all, if you get the love of Christ in your life, you can show mercy. Amen, amen. If you don't have the love of Jesus Christ in your life, I'm not talking about religion. I'm not talking about religion. Keep your stinking religion. I don't care. I don't care if you Methodist, Muslim, uh, what else they got? They got a uh, Buddhist. Uh, what else? What else? What they got? What else they got out there? They got Kazillion religion. I don't care. I don't care about your religion. That's right. I'm telling you the truth. I don't care. And neither does God. Not interested in people interested in religion. He's interested in people in a relationship with him. He doesn't care. I was brought up in a Methodist church. They were no more righteous than the Baptists. They were no more righteous than the Pentecostal. They were no, no more righteous than the uh, 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 Catholics, the Muslims. They were no more righteous. Amen. They were just all sinners together. God is interested in personal relationship with us, not religious affiliation. Amen. People got this crossed up. I never forget a uh, year ago at two different times. The first time I was young, I just been, I don't know how long I've been saved, and I was on the bus and there was this Muslim sitting next to me. And I um <laughs> I called myself trying to introduce him to Jesus Christ. That was the funniest thing that ever happened to me. I looked like a stupid fool sitting there. I'm not gonna lie, I did. So I said, Well, you probably don't believe what I believe. I said, I try to think like I'm acting like I know something. I ain't hardly know nothing back then. He said, what? I said, well, you know, um, 
You need to know Jesus Christ is your personal savior. That man, that young man put me in my place. He said, who told you I don't know Jesus Christ as my personal savior? Why? Because I got a yarmulke on my head? But you're a Muslim. He said, who told you Muslims don't believe Jesus Christ is the son of the living God? Now I was in trouble. Because I'm there assuming he don't know Jesus Christ as his personal savior. And I got put in my place sitting in that chair. I was so embarrassed. I had to shut up. Amen. The next time, um, just like 25 years later, uh, me and my wife, we going out giving out flyers and stuff for when I was doing our uh, service on Friday night in uh, Long Island. And I went in the store and I gave out flyers, giving out flyers, and I came to the owner of the store. He said, oh, oh, you can put them there. I looked at him and said, you a mother. I forgot about thee when I was younger. I had for totally forgot. I said, well, you feel you're a Muslim. I believe in Jesus Christ. That man looked at me and said, who told you I don't believe in Jesus Christ? Every Muslim knows that Jesus Christ is the son of the loving God, a real Muslim. I'm uh, My mouth dropped open because I had forgot about when I was younger what happened to me. I just got me. I got trying to fix it up now. Because didn't come back flashing me. Oh, I better be quiet. I better not make a mess. We need have to learn not to prejudge people. I'll say it again. We, me, need to learn how not to judge a person. Amen. That man told me you cannot be a Muslim if you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal savior. That's what he said. I, I didn't. I didn't know the man from Adam. Just like the young man on the train, on the bus, told me the same thing. I was startled back then. I wasn't startled now, but it was a, like a refresher. You got, listen to me, you got people that go to Baptist church, Methodist church, Pentecostal church, Holiness churches, and they don't know Jesus Christ. Amen. They just go religiously. They feel if you don't, you don't, you don't go to a church building, you're not saved. You can't be saved. And then there's no way in the Bible that support that because the church was starting to street in the first place. Amen. I tell it the way it is. It's tight, but it's right. You want God's mercy? Become merciful. Get Christ Jesus' love in your heart. That's why the verse says here in verse 26, it says, with the merciful, thou will show thyself mercy. Merciful. And with the upright, thou will show thyself upright. Walk before God. God going to show himself upright before you. God going to show himself godly. When a, way, a man ways please the Lord, he maketh his, even his enemies to be at peace with him. Please God with your living. Let's move on. Please God with your living. Let's go to Luke 6.36. Please God with your living. Luke Listen to this. Luke 636 says, Be ye therefore merciful as your father is also merciful. You claim God as your father? Listen to this scripture. It says, Be ye therefore merciful as your father is merciful. Amen. Yeah, you see people saying, I can't stand them. I hate them with a passion. They don't know the father. 
I'm going to say it again. They don't know the Father. When you know God, the Father, of our Lord Jesus Christ, you're going to show people mercy when they don't deserve it because God showed you mercy when you didn't deserve it. When you show a person mercy, it doesn't mean you have to hang around them. It means you show them mercy. People twist this thing up. You have to forgive people. You don't have to be around them all the time. You have to forgive if you want to be forgiven. Show mercy if you want to show mercy, have mercy shown to you. Because you never know when you're going to need mercy. There's no particular time. There's no particular day. There's no particular hour or moment. Amen. You want to need mercy. What would a prophet a man if he gained the whole wide world, all the riches and jewels and diamonds you ever wanted, and then turn around and lose your soul? It ain't no profit because your diamonds, your wealth is all temporary. Your brand new car is going to depreciate. Your house is going to depreciate. Your clothes are going to get moth-eaten. I could go on and on and on and on and on. But eternal life is eternal. It don't depreciate. Amen. It don't vanish away. It don't fade away neither. So look at that verse one more time. Luke 6.36 says, be ye therefore merciful as your father is merciful. Be ye merciful. Get it through your thick skull as you got to be merciful. Come on, show some mercy to other people. Be kind. Give. Share. But use wisdom. You're sharing and you're giving. Let the Lord lead you. Let's move on. We're just about finished. Go to Psalms one sixteen and five. Psalms one sixteen and Look at that verse. Gracious is the Lord and righteous. Yea, our God is what? Merciful. I'll read it again. Gracious is the Lord. Gracious is the Lord and righteous. Yeah, our God is merciful. Is your God merciful? Mine is. Is your God great? Mine is greater. Do you serve Jesus Christ? And we say to serve the same Lord. Amen. That's, that, that, that verse is nice. Gracious is the Lord and righteous. Yeah, our God is merciful. Our God is merciful. God. Amen. God is merciful. Put yourself there and say, my God is merciful to me. Put yourself there. My God is merciful to me. Amen. That's a good feeling. No, God is merciful Amen. to you. That's a good feeling. Know that God is there for you. That's a good feeling. Know that God will be there and protect you. They, they know that he's going to protect you. He's going to provide for you. He's going to make a way for you. Amen. That's a beautiful feeling. Merciful. God, show mercy. Unto the merciful. 
That's what's wrong with this world. They go to world, go to war over total garbage, fighting over a piece of land that neither one deserves. Sending all the young boys and girls to their death over a piece of land, uh, disagreement. Amen. When country leaders that are tyrant and dictators, when they last days are coming and uh, somebody's trying to assassinate them or something or get rid of them, all of a sudden they're so humble. Oh, be merciful to me. Oh, be merciful to me. But all before they wasn't merciful to no one. They kill anybody, even breathe the wrong way. Steal men, wives, all kind of stuff. But today, this Sunday afternoon, January 16, 2022, you got to allow God's mercy to really dwell with you, but you got to become merciful. You got Amen. to let Christ Jesus come into your life. And make a difference in your life. Amen. My, well, uh, there's people that listen to our podcast, many people. I'm grateful for the many people that listen to the podcast. But I'll be more grateful if you give your life to the Lord and stop playing church. Amen. Or stop playing religious. Do this uh, virus outbreaks, the two uh, viruses, whatever. There might be another one. People make an excuse not to serve God. Oh, I don't have to go to the church building now. That's not serving God in the first place. That's congregating together. When you serve God, when you live for him every day, day in and day out, one day at a time, and that's what's wrong. A lot of people are not merciful because they don't have Christ in their life, but they live one day at a time. So they spend in a Spend their life in a judgmental state, always misjudging people and all this other nonsense. But today you're here. Today you're here. Amen. You're listening to this broadcast. Wherever you may be, or watching it. I want you to bow your head. Me and I want to pray us in this prayer, which you always offer opportunity for everybody to get saved in every broadcast. Everybody needs to be saved. Everybody needs to walk with God. Everybody needs to stand before God's presence. Everybody needs to worship God in the beauty of holiness. Now your head repeat after me. Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of all my sin. I ask you to come into my heart to be my Lord and my personal Savior. Save me right now. Sanctify me. Be merciful unto me and teach me to be merciful unto others in Jesus' name. And I thank you for dying and rising on the third day for me in Jesus' name. Amen. That's really it, beloved. It's a simple prayer. You believe God, our Christ, to come into your life. Those of you that save, you need to continue to strive to obey God's word and stop being unmerciful to other people. And start being more merciful to other people. And invite some people to the broadcast. Nice to have more people. I see you there. Uh, those that are uh, here in a, a chat room. Grateful for y'all coming today. Amen. 
uh, I just encourage you to walk with God and be obedient to his word and do what the word say. Don't lose your soul over nothing nobody else do. Make sure you serve God. I'll see you for Wednesday night Bible study at 8 p.m., 8.15 p.m. right here or next Sunday at 5.15 p.m. 5.15 p.m. Until then, be faithful and show God's mercy. God bless you.